What's going on, people? This your boy Fish Montana, aka El Pesco. Um, before we get into this episode, um, I just wanted to let the people know that over here at For Lovers Only, and this ain't no podcast, we are for the people 100%. We see what's going on out there in the streets, we see what people are doing. People are out there on the, on, on the front lines, letting their voices be heard, you know, letting everyone know, the world know that we aren't going to stand for this much longer that we need to make changes in the world make them we need to make changes in america as far as the police system and how they treat black people and our voices our voices being heard man like i love to see the unity even when it comes down to social media i see i know people have complaints or whatever about it but i feel like this is a a nice step forward as far as coming together to make corrections to a broken system so I just wanted to let people know we see you, we salute you, we love you, and, you know, we 100% are for bringing justice to those who wrongfully murdered George Floyd, the police officers who wrongfully murdered George Floyd, uh, the people, those officers who, you know, abuse their power on a daily basis to black people and impoverished people in poverty, you know what I'm saying? Like we 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 see it happen every day, you know, and it's been going on for decades, for centuries even, you know. And it's time to change it. It's time to do something about it. And you know, I'm here for everything. I'm here for all the unity, and I'm here to 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 make whatever changes that need to happen, you know. So shout out to those protesters out there on the front line that are doing your thing making your voices be heard and before we get into the episode let's give a moment of silence for george floyd and for those that lost their lives to the hands of the corrupt police system in america now let's start the show it's your boy fish the love doctor and this is for all the couples out there welcome to t-a-n-p the love station you know we making this episode for all the couples out there take your girl by the hand if you're a trump supporter take her by the pussy and make sure you go out and you listen to this episode so turn it up to a hundred get that bath water running and just get a taste of this audio ecstasy because this ain't no podcast baby Yo, 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 we are here, we are back, I know y'all missed us, you know what I'm saying, we done missed a few episodes, it's fine, you know what I'm saying, we quarantining, you know what I'm saying, we trying to fight the COVID and everything so we don't get that shit, you feel me, but we're back, we are here, you know what I'm saying, it's your boy Fish Montana, aka El Pesco, who I got with me though? Miss T with the topics, the one and only coming at you, doing this COVID-19 uh, epidemic going crazy like everybody else of course yeah it's a wild, it's some wild times right here yo but before we get anything can i plug some shit t for sure i'm gonna plug some shit twitter not a podcast n-o-t-t-a podcast make sure you hit us up on there if you got a bag for us i know it's quarantine but hey we still get paid some way you feel me <laughs> hit us up on gmail this ain't no podcast at gmail.com instagram if you want to check out our artwork 
made by B Prince, the one and only. You feel me? Hit us up on IG. This ain't no podcast. Also, for lovers only, underscore T A M P. Put the at in front of that. And we got us a special guest, T. We keep finding guests in the quarantine. How's this happen? Always, you got to network while this quarantine because you ain't got nothing else to do. That is a fact. But yeah. network. I, we've been zooming like shit, yo. <laughs> All zooms and everything. You feel me? But we got our guests. Excuse me, ma'am. Can you, uh, you know, tell the people who you are? You know what I'm saying? And where you're from and everything like that. Hey, y'all. It's Melanie Rose, Ooh. the creator of the Brown Sugar Spot on IG. T H A B R O W N Spot S P O T. All the way from Dallas. What's up, y'all? Hey, oh, from Dallas. Southern Bell. Yeah, the one and only. <laughs> there you go. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we got that accent and everything, you feel me? Yo, ain't nothing like a good old Southern accent, yo. Ooh, ain't nothing like a good old Texas girl, period. Oh, for real? Yeah. Be go. clear. Be clear. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to hear. We're making Texas girl better than the rest. Ask about us, baby. You see Beyonce, you see Megan Thee Stallion, Ooh. you see Drake keep talking about us all day, every day. That's his whole life. Yeah, but that's Houston. That's <laughs> was, fine. Okay, y'all just gonna you gonna tie it all together. You get you, you get you a Houston girl. You marry a Dallas girl. Ah, okay. <laughs> so you you just freak off with the Houston joints, but if you want a wife, you go to Dallas. Ask about us. Ooh, I like that. Shout out to that. You feel me? You just said you got a podcast, though. You know what I'm saying? What do y'all What do y'all discuss on your podcast? What's going on? on I, my podcast is about sex and black issues. More oh. so about sex. What a mixture! <laughs> right. right. Well, I'm gonna say what a mixture. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, but I am with everything that's going on in the world as of right now, because I'm pretty sure that you guys are on curfew like we are our curfew is a little earlier than you guys is. so i am a black girl who loves everything that is a black man so i talk about black men i talk about black relationships but most importantly i talk about sex because in the black community sex seems to be so taboo and black people don't want to talk about it so i make it comfortable for black women or black men to express how they feel without being judged Mm. Because you know it's it's yeah I know T has come on here and said some shit like uh black men don't open up and all that shit like no we don't open. don't we don't we they leave don't. everything closed no, I, no, 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 I say no, that no. I say that figuratively no. and physically we don't open nothing yeah. up yo <laughs> nothing yeah, what I what I said was black men aren't as open as other nationality other nationalities sexually compared to black men other nationalities of men are more open to try things rather than black men that's what black women too that's what black women too a, bl- a lot of black women are oh i don't do that oh, i don't do that but my whole thing is if you ain't doing it it's another nasty black bitch that's gonna do it yep so. mm, and I'm all, you know my mind you know my motto i'm a the aquarius try everything once no, that's not right. all the way true. Not, not no. I, my motto is try everything once. It's not all the way true, yo. I'll try anything. <laughs> men. I'll Poor try men. any. I'll try anything that doesn't involve me busting it open, yo. Okay, this is okay. This is always my icebreaker on the brown sugar spot. Oh, let me hear it. This oh, let's get it. Icebreaker. Come on, let's let's do a collab. Let's I do feel, it. Think about how many. I don't want to say think about because I know it's weird when niggas think about other niggas. 
But very. how many of your niggas like to have their G spot stimulated but are not comfortable yeah. saying it? In front of you because of that look right there. <laughs> because of, because it's of a that. lot of guys that like it, but that's going not going to say it to their man. No, right. why you would we? I had a conversation with your homeboy. Why would we? You rather you rather tell your nigga that you ate some ass than say that you got your ass played with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm not about to break up to it. First off, I don't see where that even would come up in conversation. Like, yeah, yo, you know, I had Shorty last night. You feel me? You know, I did my thing. <laughs> She did her thing too. <laughs> you feel me? She flipped, she flipped me over, did all that. I'm just like, nigga, whoa, relax. That's what I would say. I don't know. Unlike us, we can have a conversation and be like, hey, T, so let me tell you what this nigga did last night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot easier for females than it is with males. But Remember that one time Bad Cat with an old girl said the dude kept put propping his ass up? Cause she was sucking his dick. He was trying to tell her that he wanted his ass ace, so he just kept moving. Oh, up he kept tooting it up. Position. He was tooting that he thing. Tooting it up. Oh, he was trying man. to toot it, so she would go all the way to the back. But she was like, she was, she didn't know how to feel about it. See, I told the story before on here. Like, I got my ass ate before, but that was okay. it, it was one and done. I didn't like that shit. That's how I, I knew it like wasn't. It, it wasn't for me. But that's what I mean. So okay. You are try everything once because you tried it. You don't like it. Now let's move on to something yeah. else. It's something about right. having a wet butt, yo. It's like, no. Nah. <laughs> my butt wet, yo. My, my shit is wet. <laughs> like, I, don't, I can't do this, yo. It's like, it's just uncomfortable. I don't like no butt play, she yo. She stick the tongue in your ass, though? Yo, no. <laughs> no. It was more like... <laughs> is that shit there? No, nah, she ain't going in there. Just- Oh, she got to stick it in there. No, she don't. She. I'm glad she didn't. I've never tried it. I don't want to try I've it. never eaten any ass, me but neither. I do it. <laughs> Yo, and she got me in a very vulnerable state because I was drunk. And I was like ready for, and I was just ready. She was just like topping me off. And she was like, she asked me actually. She was like, oh, can, I, can I try this? At first I said, no. <laughs> you feel me? And then she's like, come on, let me try it. And I'm like, all right. I said, all right. But then I was like, you know what? I'm not bending over and I'm not putting my legs in the air. So I like stood up and I stood up like this. You feel me? I put my leg up like that. <laughs> I put my leg up like Captain Morgan. <laughs> like Captain Morgan, yo. I was like, yo, I got to do this the manliest way possible. <laughs> you feel me? I stood up, you know what I'm saying? And. Yeah, that's what I did. Put my part my leg up, and I was like, "Nah, I ain't, I can't, I can't do this. This ain't it." So yeah, man. You wasn't for it. I wasn't for it. I mean, you know, I guess you gotta. I tried it at least, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, I don't see. I don't even see how that even. That's even like a. You go to that. Mm. As a man, I don't know. As a man, it don't feel right, yo. Especially like, yo, how you how you feel comfortable with your legs all propped up? You tooting your butt all in the air, yo. each his own <laughs> i don't think it makes it weirder when you it, it, for me so in my mind if i ever thought about doing it and i've had this conversation if me and you were in a long-time relationship and you're like look this is what i want to do first of all you're gonna tell you need to tell me that in advance those are one of the questions when you date that y'all need to talk about you're not gonna tell me six months in and be like hey let me, I'm trying to get my ass like, like, nigga, what you been watching? <laughs> right, that, that do seem like you, you nigga been watching some shit. 
<laughs> have you watched uh Dave, the uh little dicky show where the girl was like she asked her his girlfriend asked what porn he liked and he was like, I watched mm-hmm. milking and the she milking. didn't know what it was. And she made him she got him a whole milking table made. Mm-hmm. I wow. saw it. They, that's an amazing show, by the way. I love mm-hmm. that show. I've never watched it. It's funny. It's you should watch it. It's a funny so ass funny show. Funny. It's a funny I've, show. I watched the whole thing and started watching it again uh two days ago. Yeah, I I watched, I double back on a few episodes. That's a good show. But yeah, the first I episode, back, I double back on that and uh, Black as Fuck. The first episode, Black as Fuck is whack. The first episode, you feel me? Black is whack. It's not that shit was whack. It's not. not you can only relate if you got money. <laughs> I but it's still well, I guess funny. I can't relate. <laughs> Do you? Okay, but wait a minute. <laughs> I'm, broke watch, I'm broke as fuck. You watch Blackish period. Uh, I watched. I like Blackish. That's why you don't like black as fuck because you like blackish. Blackish is okay. Majority of the people, from what I've gathered, majority of the people who like blackish don't like black as fuck, but it's like the X rated version of black as fuck. Yeah, because he's basically telling you the reason he wrote blackish is based on his life because that yeah. is. Yeah, but I re- feel it's like the, it's the fake reality version of blackish because this black. is his point of view. I don't know. Black as fuck just seems a little extra overly black they try to be like this is not i'm like this is not how black people act yo like what the fuck like, he's just but like oh thing, no it just the thing weird. about it is he's not acting he's telling you if you look he's at his you TI, that is his life where the white guy when he left the restaurant and the guy said something like oh that's what you drive that's the shit that he really goes through every day that's nice it's he's still- just dumbed it down for ABC. he dumbed it down for us but that's mm. literally his life where he questions himself about the things that he buys. And he br- and I like the fact that he brought the black history to why black people do the flashy things that they do because no. of slavery. Hold on. I like that aspect of the show. Yes, the messages and all that. But as far as it being funny and me laughing, I haven't laughed. Oh, it's okay. not funny to me. It's Okay, so the, it's, well, you, uh, you do know that Curb the enthusiasm is kind of like roughly based on black as fuck, like how they do it. So if you right. it's like, like trying white people humor, it's trying. I love like Kirby dry. enthusiasm. I love Kirby enthusiasm. Kirby enthusiasm is fucking like legendary to me. Black as fuck is nowhere near Kirby enthusiasm at all. <laughs> black That's as just f- well that when you have the same outlook he had. As uh, when he was talking about the Green Mile in the movies, how black people like certain movies that's trash. You have the same thought process as him with certain movies or the Tyler Perry movie. I guess Cause cause Tyler Perry just movie. like uh, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck can't stand the Tyler Perry movie, and I can't stand black as fuck. <laughs> so I guess because I felt I did that episode. I know it's when you're talking about. That was the funniest episode to me. When with they had Tyler Mike, because when they had Mike Epps and Tyler Perry and all that, that was the funniest episode. Cause I've actually been in that conversation before. You feel me? Whereas a movie that I like, but somebody, but it was like a majority of other people. They're like, "Oh, you tripping? That movie was some Fresh. shit." You know what I'm saying? Like when they, they, when they were talking about Titanic, they said Titanic ain't nothing but Romeo and Juliet on a dirty ass boat. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and that's funny as shit to me because I know people that think like that. I think about like that about certain classic but movies. That's, but you are that person for black as fuck because like I said you can't relate because you're not in his position but it's yeah. literally black as fuck is literally based on his life hey, yo, like I like he, I like how we went from ass eating to black as fuck that we now we just black <laughs> as fuck. I just like how we just you know this is how we do on the pod this is how we do ain't no it's no it's no all in between we all over and I love it yo you feel me but um you 
Let's get into these topics. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Melanin Rose. You know what I'm saying? You ready to get into these topics, Miss Melanin Rose? I'm ready. Let's do it. Come on, Miss T. Hit us with something. Would you sleep with someone who's engaged if they had been honest and upfront with you and let you know they were having second thoughts about getting married? All right. Would you sleep with someone who's engaged if they were upfront with you and told about you about their, their reservations about getting married? They don't know if they're going to get married. Are you, are okay. you single? Or are you are you in a relationship too, or are you just single? You talking about me? No, the no, person I'm on about the other person. end. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's oh yes, I am. If you were single, Since we're talking about it. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> She's married. If you were, if if I was single, I I must say yeah, because the reason that I say that is because my thought process mm, is unless Rose. you marry. You are nasty. Unless you're married, you're single. That engaged shit, I don't want to hear that shit. Because if, if you can call off an engagement. I mean, you can call off a marriage too, but it's a lot harder. But you can call off an engagement. Your engagement ain't got shit to do with me. Damn. That's raw. <laughs> that's saying, real. That's, that's a lot, I mean, that's some true shit. I guess. That's just like Lance loving basketball. He was whole, you whole love, engaged. You love to bring up loving fucking basketball. <laughs> he was wholeheartedly engaged, but that heart, that heart still was with somebody else. See, and I told you how I felt about. I told you how I told you how I felt about loving basketball. He felt that she's a home wrecker. Trash for telling him before his wedding. Yo, Sydney is toxic. Sydney started that toxic shit. That's some toxic behavior right there. You gonna knock on this nigga window? You gonna knock on this nigga window? At 12 at night, or however late it was, knock on his window. Tell him come outside, and I'm gonna play for your heart, nigga. We playing one on one for your heart. That's Would you toxic have rather behavior. Told him the after he when? was married. After he was married, you shouldn't say shit. Shut your ass up. You had your chance. Get out of here. Well, they didn't. He was. She that man, didn't have a chance because he man, was acting like a fucking dick. That man was is about to be. Daddy cheated. He that, wanted to cry like a little bitch. So that she man, never like had a That man was about to get married to his big four-headed queen. So you know? fucking you know what I'm saying? He was settling. He was settling. That's actually a topic. Like we can do that one next. He was settling. Yeah, that's next. Well, let me answer the. I'm gonna answer the question, yo. I'm gonna say. Okay. I'm gonna say no. Because I believe. In, I believe Why? in karma, yo. That's karma, right there. If you're having reservations, or they're having reservations, you would be like, "Oh, nah, we good. We don't need to have sex because you need to figure that out." That's how you gonna be. Yeah, you gotta figure your own shit. I ain't. I don't. I'm not with the drama, yo. You feel me? Like I like my pussy drama free. You feel me? We need to figure this out before you got married. You obviously had feelings for this nigga. You feel what I'm saying? You got engaged to this nigga. I'm not trying to come. I'm not coming in there. You feel me? And we fucking or whatever. And now it's a whole different situation. You feel me? Like that's a lot of confusion going on. I'm good. Okay. I'm going to say this. I've, I mean, not to toot my own coochie or whatever. Toot to, to that thing. I have been. <laughs> I've been in several situations where this actually happened to me. Like I'm, I'm always, I'm considered the cute homeboy, homegirl. I guess I'm the homegirl, mm. but it's like everybody comes to me for everything. So, um, like, Od, I'm going through this or whatever, blah blah blah. This is what's going on. I think that we should, you know, you mind if we sleep? We don't slept together before, whatever the case. 
I have turned some people down because I'm like, I'm not trying to be in that, that shit because you, my thing is you can have a conversation and know if it's just some bullshit or if they really feeling like that. So if I, if I know that you're really feeling like that, I'm not going to put you in that situation. Mm-hmm. I'll say, so I, I agree with you on that. I'm not going to put you in a situation where you're having second thoughts, but now you sleep with me. So now you really have a second thoughts because you're not just going to sleep with that person that one time. Right. Yeah. And then like, all right. So then that, then to me it's like, all right. So once you, you say you get there, you said they might cut, they might not get married. You said that T like they're on like the rocks. They might get called off the engagement. Yeah, they're, they're hesitant. Like the person told hesitant. you, you know, I'm engaged, but I don't know about if I really want to get married. Like they really are on the border of brinks of breaking it off. Key word right. I feel like is hesitant. You feel me? They're, you didn't call it off. You feel me? You may be thinking about it, but you, you know, you, you in the air. It's up in the air. So I don't know. Like if they were just like, yo, it's done and finished with, and I, and I see the proof and all that shit, yeah, we can fuck. Let's get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's do that. Throw that ring away and let's, let's start fucking. You feel me? But if it's like, you know what I'm saying, you all don't know, maybe this, maybe that, nah, I'm good, yo. That's too much. What about you, Miss T? What married what married nigga you done <laughs> What nigga didn't you done I've you done? actually never I've never slept with anybody that was engaged. I've had people that I talked to who I were friends I was friends with prior, probably from like when I was a kid sandbox and yeah, no, I've never been in that situation. But me personally, I'm a person of I'm the type that 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 considers you reap what you sow. So I know with me and my conscience and how I think about things, I don't think I can do it because I know on, on my end, outside of their situation, I would feel guilty. So I probably, I most likely wouldn't do it because I look at it as if that was me or I was the person engaged and my fiance was sitting out there spilling his beans to another bitch because he don't know if he want to marry me, I would feel some type of way. Yeah, so, so, so that's so, just me. So karma. Like I said, karma, yeah. yo. Same, yeah. I ain't with it, yo. Fuck all that. Like, the type of person I am, I like my mind runs a mile a minute, and that will weigh on me. Yeah, fuck Aww, all that. that's so sweet. <laughs> that's that's just, she's like, man, fuck that. that. Ain't, it ain't nothing about being sweet. She it's said, fuck that. Having, be having a conscience, and I know <laughs> myself. You know, got nothing to do with me. I don't know. I said it will. Me it will. It will. It will. Especially, you know, niggas. You know, niggas, they real, They could get married tomorrow and still knock on your door. You feel me? And still be fucking the same bitch. Right. And then they come and need. Now it is Now it is your business. That's your business now. This married I'm nigga not, can I keep fucking you. Like you feel me? <laughs> now that's your business. Now you involved in this whole bullshit. Because you didn't drop that. Because you, do that you didn't drop that southern married, thing on married them, men yo. now. They'll try to fuck more now than they did when they were single. When they were single. True. Facts. Yeah, that's backwards. It is. But a lot of married men say that once they put that ring on, they get more pussy being married than they did when they were single. But that's whack, though. That I means you couldn't get pussy before. I feel like. That, that means me, the nigga was lame. Yeah, that, mean, yeah, that means you couldn't get no, pussy before, yo. Know, with the way you are, but it's a lot of women who like married men where they ain't got no attachments to it. They know they can I would, Now, I have to agree with that. It's a lot so of women. I think that's who why think they that, get that you don't have to deal because you don't have to deal with the drama. You know that nigga can't do too much. So he ain't on your nerves and on your phone. He got to go home to his wife. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. 
That's why I yeah. said I think that's the reason why they get more play being married than they did when they were single because of the type of women who may look for men who are married where they don't have to deal with the relationship side. They can send his ass home. Look, I don't like to judge niggas. I don't like to judge nobody. But it's like I feel like all right, it's different. I feel like it's different if you got a, a nigga that's married, right? And he messing with like one short I guess it's like he still got feelings for whatever. He messing with that. That's that's different shit. But if you just a nigga that's out here, you fucking everything and you married, that's kinda you gotta calm down. Like what the fuck you even get married for? You got married just to get pussy? Other pussy? That's me, yeah. I, I feel like that's people, that's weird. That's weird married. to me though. Like, what are you doing? Like, you wasting nigga. That's like a waste of bread. Like this, like she can just be like, look, he cheating on me. I'm taking that everything. Now you just now you didn't breach the contract, yo. You fucked up. <laughs> you Not necessarily because some women ain't got no. You have to think of what your no fly zone is in your own marriage. Some women, some women don't mind if you cheat. That might not be a no fly zone for them. Yeah. All right. So, so all right. I'm, 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 I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm, if that is yeah. the case, if that's the case, that's fine. Okay. Full, cool. But I'm talking about them niggas that's like really creeping out. They creeping. You know what I'm saying? They like taking flights out places and shit. You feel me? Like you spending bread to cheat. Like you spending all this money to just to cheat, just to keep to hide your tracks. Yeah. That's too much. Vacations. Yeah, that's too much, yo. That like, ain't damn. Take your wife on vacation or something. Go take your take your wife to a hotel. Like, goddamn, yo, what yeah. you get married for? I agree with that. Shit, yo, y'all done got me all worked up. I don't work <laughs> up. See my, ball, my, ball, my ball head sweating. That's because my AC ain't, my AC ain't on. That's why I'm cheap, yo. You said because your AC ain't on. No, I ain't. I'm keeping. You know what I'm saying? Until it hit like ninety or something, I ain't cutting that shit on. What we got next, Miss T? Do you think settling is good is a good or bad thing? Like we just talked about people who are in marriages who settle and people. It's a lot. I read a lot of articles about people who said they were in relationships for five, ten years and they weren't ready. They met somebody else because that spouse left and they end up settling for the next person because they basically figured since they, you know, knew knew their fuck ups and what they did in their past relationships, even though they may still have, may have wanted to be with their past person that they they walked away from because they weren't ready to get married. They they basically said that they end up settling. It was an article that I read and it was like a lot, like literally a lot of men were saying that they end up settling because they weren't ready to get married to the person that they actually wanted to be with when that person was ready. So do you think settling is a good or bad thing? Stop. I think there you go. settling is a horrible thing um, because this goes back to my whole theory. You can call off an engagement. Can't call off no marriage. Um, what exactly are you settling for? Because you always have to weigh your pros and cons in any relationship that you're in. So you know what I'm saying? It's a give or take. Are you willing to deal with this? To not deal with that? You know, is it a happy medium where you settling at? Because marriage is a business agreement at the end of the day. Thanks. So that's your partner. So are you settling with a partner that you're still going to build on and you know that 
this person don't have everything that you have, but it, it works out in the long run or are you just settling for what you think they have right now and then the shit don't work out? I would say settling in the aspect of when it comes to as far as dating and find somebody, somebody you're compatible with, someone who can you know that will work with you as far as if y'all were to get married as far as with the bills and just being a team. Even though you may have had feelings for the person prior to more than more than for this next person you still like them you, you know you like it as far as sex with them or being with them they don't have the whole package of what you ideally want but you know it'll work like it's it, they oh. have balls like everybody else you're comfortable yeah that's yeah you're you're comfortable with the person you just come like, like yeah. i said in the article in the article it basically said a lot of men felt comfortable with that person so they felt as though they would marry them because they knew kind of it was it would possibly be a win in the in the end, even though they wanted to be with someone else or wasn't on the same page as the person prior that they actually wanted to be with. I'll be real, yo. I'd rather I'd rather be I'd rather die alone, you feel me? I'd rather be dolo than settle, yo, because that's like that's a rough life to live, I feel like. Right. Because you're going to wake up like, all right, so let's say y'all married. We, I say I'm married for like, I don't know, 10 years that went by, right? For nine years straight, I'm just like, all right, yeah, she cool. <laughs> we good, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she all right, she cool. Then that 10th year, I'm just like, damn. <laughs> you feel me? It's like, man, yo, like, I'm really stuck with, I'm stuck with her. That's why I feel like when you settle for somebody, you ruining both of y'all lives. Cause this person maybe she yeah. feel like, cause maybe she feel like or he feel like that you know that you're, you're the one that yeah hey we're happy we're gonna be happy forever but on the other side it's like damn I mean you know let me give you a prime example yeah sure brown sugar brown and sugar. brown sugar you know how Queen Latifah's kept pressing Sonalife and like you need to get your man you need to stop playing you need to get your man and then they had had sex right before she would getting right after she got engaged and then his marriage didn't work when he got laid off he didn't even go to his wife he went to his best friend who he was in love with and kind of didn't know and at the looking at that movie he settled because he knew she had everything that he wanted even though they had never been together he was still in love with Sonat Lathan but he got married off of something because he thought it worked it works for your image, but it it because since you're giving that example for that movie, it works for your image, but it doesn't work for your immediate for your everyday lifestyle. Yeah, if and like I said, the article I read basically was saying that like the, all the men that responded, majority I would say ninety percent of them said that they settled for the wives that they would in real life. That that makes sense, but but like I said, when you think about long term. And I, I'll speak for me. You, when you think about long term, you have to think about what looks good on your resume for long term. Because you can you can marry somebody who he's super fine and he and she's super bad and da da da. Her credit fucked up, but mm. she she make you feel good. Mm. She make you feel in love. And then you can get somebody who's complete opposite and see you know this. 
you get somebody who's complete opposite that if you're on your deathbed at the end of the day, they're going to take care of you. They're not going to run off with somebody else. So that's why I said it kind of is it's like a up and down. Yeah, that, that motherfucker is like, oh, he's so lame. Or, oh, this bitch, I she don't want to do nothing fun. But when it comes down to the business aspect, they going to take care of that part. So it's kind of, that's the sad part. I guess that's why you have a side bitch and a side nigga. You know what's funny, yo? Though, as a, I, I just thought about this. And that's kind of that's fucked up, Melanie Rose. <laughs> she was like, "That's why you got a side bitch and a side nigga. <laughs> keep your marriage happy." I do believe that. My I, that's funny because I do I do believe that can keep your marriage happy, yo. <laughs> and y'all both got somebody on the tuck. You know what I'm saying? And y'all just go ahead. Somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody just said just for the weekend. Well, sometimes the one you want to be with ain't the one you need to be with. You know, that's bad. just for the weekend though you feel me your wife go with her side nigga you go with your side girl y'all come back monday morning and y'all happy again you feel me right y'all be good but yo, yo i just thought about this shit yo <laughs> this is kind of like some american privilege we got yo because you know like in other countries they get like arranged marriages and shit and them oh, niggas yeah. can't India, yeah, India, them niggas yeah. can't say shit they over here getting married because over like for like an exchange for like a goat or some shit and some corn you feel me? Like they be all getting married that's on some wild shit. You feel me? Right. <laughs> like that's some of the old. I don't know. That's just something I thought of, yo. We over here talking about, oh, well, I don't love you. They over here you getting married at like fourteen. Don't give a fuck. Do you think it'll be? Oh, they do you get, think it'll be easier if your parents had set up an arranged marriage? You don't have to go through all the dating and this right. background. Like with the arranged marriages in different countries. I was looking at this um the show on Netflix with Mindy's daughter. And her cousin was had an arranged marriage coming up and she didn't think she was going to like the guy that they arranged, but he was like a doctor and the parents and, you know, Indian nationality or that national specific Indian nationality, they do background checks. They make sure the guy, they the, the jobs they have or jobs, with, you know, they get a lot of money. Like they check off all the boxes before their kids even meet this person. And the dudes be like, really? Or the, the, the matches be really good based on, as far as the wealth side, but the only thing about it is you going into it like a blind date. You don't know how they look. You don't know um, how they talk. You don't know if y'all have the same things in common. It's basically a blind, arranged marriage is a blind date. And it's a lot of people that with arranged marriage have been married, married or they, those nationalities for God knows over 50 years. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. I just think that I just think that just because your partner is not your ideal partner, doesn't mean that it does not work. And I think that a lot of people go off based off what society or what your what your group thinks that you're supposed to have. Um, like you said, you you made the example of, you know what I'm saying, um, brown sugar, like, girl, go get your man. Girl, go get your man. They knew that shit. You know, the home the homegirls and homeboys knew that shit. But sometimes your homeboys and homegirls be wrong. That's Don't a, go that get is, that nigga. That is a fact. <laughs> Them niggas be wrong too, yo. Y'all been friends for a long time. So you know that nigga in and out. Or you know, you know her in and out. I ain't finna we, me and you, me and you been homeboys and homegirls. You run all your hoes by me. And I'm supposed to marry you? <laughs> no. <laughs> ain't gonna help. Yeah, I knew you, I know what you did in uh in 05, nigga. <laughs> See, then that's the difference with Nasty. stuff like that. That don't bother me. I can watch you fuck a bitch. I wouldn't care. No, see, that bothers me. I've always said this, right? I've always said, I don't care if my wife was a hoe 
before me as long as I don't know her car facts or her whole facts. I don't give a fuck. You could have fucked the whole, you could have fucked all of D.C., you feel me, of all of Virginia. You know no, no, that's too close. <laughs> that's too close. You could have fucked all of goddamn Dallas. Let's say Dallas, you know what I'm saying? You could have fucked all of Dallas, yo. If you come over here to Baltimore and I don't know about it, I'm cool, yo. We good. I don't even know nothing about that, yo. They ain't got nothing to do with me. As long as they ain't in my face, we good. I'm cool. You feel me? But, yeah, no settling. Settling is not cool, yo. We're not doing that. Hell no. Nah. I'm not. Yeah, nah. I'm good on that. Oh, so you married, right, Melanie Rose? I am. I am married. I will be married for six years next month. So or, you, yeah, on the 14th. So I'm guessing you, ain't, you didn't settle, or did you? That's a good question. Um... I did not. Um, that was a very long. But the this, the other part, the other part to that is, I told my husband right off the bat that I wasn't ready to get married and I didn't want to fuck up his life. Mm. I was very clear about that. That's real. I've never been that girl who wanted to be married. Be though. I've never, I've never been that girl that sit up in the house and be like, oh, well, when I get married, it's gonna look like this. Oh, when well, we, we, we wasn't doing that. I was like. Cause I used to live, I actually used to live in DC. Mm-hmm. So the guys that I were date, I was dating in DC that everybody had their own thing going on. So it was no time where you had time to really settle down and do that. It was like, you getting off work, let's meet a happy hour. Or you getting out of, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, I thought I was just going to be with somebody. We was going to be together. It was going to be an understanding. So I want to have to hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. And we was going to be good. Just because it was so much going on. But I got back to Texas and, you know, I met a great guy. And I just I just kept saying, I don't want to fuck up your life. Marriage is not for me. I don't want to fuck up your life. Marriage is not for me. And that was 11 years ago. We only been married for six years. <laughs> so that's, that tell you, you know, hey, but because he, he saw something in me. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, nigga, then you go, you won't go down this this train wreck. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. Shout out to him for taking for taking all your all your <laughs> shit, yo. <laughs> Shout out to him. It's a good nigga, man. He said, you know what? I'm gonna make an honest woman out of you, yo. <laughs> you know what happened? He had to get out, he had to shake all that DC living out of you, yo. That you living in DC, that that ain't good. That ain't good for you, yo. That ain't good for no relationship. Look at T. <laughs> Look at T, yo. T living DC, yo. She she out here ripping and running. And you know I don't date here at all. You know I don't date nothing here. Right. Like none of none of my friends in DC are married. And it's like I'm good with that. I would be at happy hour every day when I got out work. DC people be fake busy, that's why. Y'all be fake busy. You know how much it costs to live here? That's why. Yeah, y'all be niggas fake busy. Man. Niggas be brunching. They be going to brunch too much. How you going to have time to get married? You going to brunch. All right, Miss T, what you got for us? The next joint you got for us. Next topic, please. In a relationship or marriage, if your spouse asks you to only hang out with your friends who are not single, how would you feel? What would you say or do? If your spouse asks you to hang out with friends who are not single, they mean they're yeah, in a relationship. Not. Yeah. Are are they in a relationship or are they married? Either or relationship of domesticated living together with somebody who is actually in a relationship. He don't want you to hang out with no single person or she. 
Oh, okay. Say fuck out of here. <laughs> hang with who I want to hang with. The fuck? That's the nigga. That's the Aquarius thing. Yo, that's see, that's that that's the the one topic. That's how they kind of started. When I told you off the off the mic. What I brought mm-hmm. up, the homeboy, homegirl shit. That's how it kind of started. You feel me? But um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna hang with I wanna I'm gonna hang with who I hang with. Like these are my friends, you feel me? Like I don't know. Like I I this is how I look at that type of situation, yo. Alright. Say my girl wants to hang out with one of her slutty homegirls, right? You know what I'm saying? Her homegirl out here ripping and running, doing whatever the fuck she want to do. You feel me? Running through the whole crew. Yeah, running through the whole crew and shit. You feel me? I'm like, uh, you can hang with. Like, if you're my girl, I already, I feel like I should trust you to feel like wherever sit, wherever you go, I should be able to trust you. You feel what I'm saying? Like, if I gotta worry about wherever you step out the house, I should be worrying all fucking day. Then you feel me? Like, you can get dick any time of any time of the day. You feel me? So. I don't know if you're going out with your homegirl that's out there like that. I'm not gonna be upset, cause I I'll be upset more so of what you do. It's like your actions, and she ain't gonna make you suck a dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She ain't about to right. force you to suck some dick. Like, oh girl, you this shit fun. Come on, pull your head down, and you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, yo, like that's on you. It's your your options. Your your grown fucking woman. You know what I'm saying? So if you wanna go hang out with her, fine. You feel me? That's cool. Now. On the flip side of that, it depends on how many how many times you're hanging out with this person. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, yo. Like you hanging so out with her. It's the, yeah, if you're hanging out with her five times five times out the week, I don't know, yo. It might be it might be something going on. You know how I feel about this scene? I do not and I'll piggyback on that because just because your friends are hoes, you know that you married, you know that you're in a relationship. So whatever you doing ain't got shit to do with nobody else. Because in right. the same breath, it is married couples who have married couples and the married other couple that you so perfect with be cheating like a motherfucker. So it defeats the purpose. You know what your situation is. Number one. Number two is, I'm going to just tweak a little bit of what you said, G, because... First of all, why, as my husband, do you know that my friend is a hoe? That's a whole other situation. <laughs> his so his man could have told him. Yeah, you could. You, you know his who's man, a hoe though. First of all, she not she. Well, I don't. I don't know. My 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 friend circle about this big. So I'm not. I I will say oh, this. Time out, Tyler did it. Look, we not. A, if it was in the D, DMV, it's a possibility. Going well, yeah, that's true. That's, that's what the, the areas, you know, I, the areas know, is different still, out there. I'm from Baltimore. We people know is, everybody. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Versus people Dallas. know everybody, but wait a minute. What I was going to say about that is I'm not going to, regardless of if my friend is the biggest hoe in D.C., Texas, wherever, nobody outside of our circle is going to know that she's a hoe. I'm not going to hang with nobody. And, and, you know, that one time at Bad Cow when I got caught up in the bullshit. I'm not going to hang with anybody <laughs> that is going to embarrass me as a woman, number one. If every time we go out, then you popping your, your pussy in some nigga face and da 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 and all this other shit, then I need to take a step back and say, bro, what the fuck is you doing as my friend? So we not going to have no situation. My friend can be fucking you 
your brother, your daddy, and your grandpa. And I promise you, you're not gonna know that Man, she fucking the whole family. Tree. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> It's a, that that question is loaded because it's a lot of stuff that you can take out of there that can avoid you from hanging with people. I know we've had friends um, and, and my my uh, husband's you know situation where I'm like, I know your friend is a hoe, bro. Like it's bitches all the time, da da da. But I trust my husband, mm-hmm. and I know me, and he know me more than anybody. Cause I will get that shit popping. Don't go to who's not somebody, Look, somebody said you got single friends in Dallas, my friend. <laughs> no, nope. nope. everybody in Dallas is it, it, it married in relationships. Yeah, Dallas. Man, everybody. everybody be married in the like South, yo. If you want to find you a woman, go out there. I feel like everybody be married in the South, yo. I'm like, God damn. Because that's what you do in the South. You ain't doing shit that's out. Why they got so many damn kids. <laughs> we ain't doing yeah, shit out. You got Fuck kids. It. You cooking. <laughs> Bitches is there right. fat. Like shit. Just, just, you trying to get married? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> you feel me? Niggas hey, just bored. Right. Right. <laughs> that's what we supposed to do. <laughs> Niggas just finished fucking. Like, hey, you might you want to get married? Might as well right all right cool because the southern the southern mentality is if we're having and i hate when women do this and i i'm you'll find out about me like i'm a different type of woman when it comes to certain things women put so many so much emphasis on being married Mm -hmm. they put more emphasis on being married than they put on being women or individuals that's a fact but that's that's what they're they've been bred to think like you grow up, you get you a husband, you have him some kids. I asked Not, you a you question go- about, about this topic, which you talk about now, too, a topic for this. No, but continue what you were saying. Oh no, but but that's that's how that's how Southern, like I'll I'll say Deep South. Deep South would be considered, you know, Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. Um, that's how we're bred down here. Luckily, my mom had traveled other places and when I got to DC it was a completely different aspect. I was like, you know, like, oh shit, mm-hmm. we can do whatever we want to do, you know. It's <laughs> it's not bred there. But she didn't, you know, thank the Lord, shout out to my mama. She didn't raise me like, oh, you need a man to take care of you. You need a man to do this. You need to be doing that shit by yourself mm-hmm. first. And then he's he's your accessory or you're his accessory or whatever. It's not you stay your ass at home and have some kids and barefoot and pregnant mentality. Nah, we ain't, you know, we ain't live like that. But yeah, everybody down here married. Yeah, everybody man. in Dallas anyway. My and you go to Houston to hang up. My grandmother was married up. early. My grandmother was married early and she was like, my grandfather taught my grandmother how to drive. And even her, when I started to go and hang out at 13 or 14 as a teenager, the first thing that I remember to this day, my grandma always told me, whenever you go out on a date, make sure you have money because you never want a man to think that you need that you need him. And if right. you get stranded because they want want something from you that you don't want to give, you have the money to get home. Mm-hmm. That's what my grandmother told me at 13. I think she was dropping me off to the rec center that was a block up the street from my house I could have walked to. And I never yeah. forgotten that. So if a nigga, like when guys that I've just meeting or talking to in the past, and say they want to go out and I didn't have the money, I would tell them, nah, I'm good. I ain't got no bread like that. So I think I'm gonna chill tonight. Well, I got it. Nah, nah, nah. How about we link up again later? 
Hey, hey uh, Miss Melanie Rose, I got a question for you, right? So I got an um, answer. Oh, good. That's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I, I be on, I'm on Twitter, right? So I will see these things, these conversations on Twitter and shit about yeah. so because you know everyone on Twitter feels like they're a relationship expert or they feel like this is how right. things are supposed to go. I'm asking you, right. right? As a married woman, as far as like. If you feel like, you know, if you can answer these, like, as far as finances, right? Uh-huh. You and your husband, as far as mortgage, bills, whatever y'all got going on, how do y'all handle that situation? You feel me? Is it like he's paying everything? You feel me? Does he, is as a man, because I feel like on Twitter, it's like the man is supposed to pay all the bills and do all that, and the woman's not supposed to as a married couple. You feel me? That's what I've been seeing. Like, that's like the whole thing going on. So as you um, as a married woman, how do you feel about that situation? As far as like real life, you got bills, you got a mortgage or rent or whatever's going on, other things, car notes and shit like that. How do y'all handle that? This, like, what do what do y'all this, do? The question is kind of this is another loaded question, but I'm gonna make it as short as possible. Okay. We have always he pays the most expensive thing. Uh huh. So like we have a mortgage, so I pay all the utilities. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our cars are paid off, so we don't have any car notes. Um, bills that I include before, like student loans or credit cards, I pay all of that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Southern man, so he was like, nah, I got it. Nah, bruh, I got it. You didn't go to school with me. You know, you didn't, you didn't run up my credit cards. So we're a very equal opportunity household. <laughs> like... Because my mom, like I said, my mom has always done that. People don't realize when your man pay all your bills, he controls your house. Mm. And women do not think like that. But in the same aspect, you have ignorant ass women like, I don't need no man and da 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 da. You do need him. I mean, you know, you need him. But when you decide in your mind that he going to pay for this and he doing this and he doing this and it sound good, but he is ultimately controlling what you do because your ass ain't got no money mm-hmm. to just be running up and down the street or run, doing, you know, doing all of this other stuff that you're doing, my opinion. So I've always been very clear about what I've had. And I'll be honest, I have had a hard time in my marriage where I fell on hard times. And he was like, look, I got to take care of us and I got to do this. And my mindset has always been hustle, 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 figure out something. So it would be like a little bit of money. You know what I'm saying? Enough to get gas or enough to do this or enough to do that. I sat in here plenty of times where my hair wasn't done when I ain't had no job. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to be like, you know, I'm, re- I'm like, I'd rather you take care of every, all the necessities because I'm down right now than all of my luxury, if that makes sense. Damn, that's a lucky nigga, man. God damn, I'm. In, I think I love you right now, yo. <laughs> Shout out to him, yo. <laughs> make sure you make sure you dap him up for me. <laughs> dap him up for me, yo, because I feel like that's that's how I feel like marriage should be. You feel me? Like I I like to provide. If I have a girl, I like to provide for my girl because that's how that's how I like to do. But if we talking about marriage, you feel me? And let's say. Like you just said, you were on hard times and, and your husband helped, you know, was carrying the load for for a while. You know what I'm saying? 
and that's I feel what like it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. Like, but it should be reverse as well. Like, if he was on hard times, yeah, I'm sure it you would do, always be. I feel like you should yeah. you would do the same, correct? Yeah. Right. Right. That's how I feel. Yeah. It should work. But I feel like the what I see on social media, people have these clouded judgment on what marriage should be. You feel me? They're just like, oh no, he's gonna pay for this. He's gonna pay for that. My hair's done. My hair done. Nails done. Car no pay. He's gonna pay for this. He's gonna get my mortgage paid. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, all right, cool, but this is real life. You know what I'm saying? This ain't a movie. What if this nigga loses his job one day? Or, like, something it, goes down, you feel me? Now, who's paying shit? But what you <laughs> one of those understand. things. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, T. It, to me, it's one of those things. The stuff you see on Twitter is also based on how they were brought up and what they saw. Because we had a conversation about this, about the different nationalities and how they're raised versus how black people are raised and most black people are coming from single parent homes. It's different for us or even me, like say me and her, cause her mom was married and divorced, but I'm sure her mom may have been a single mother after her dad. So coming from single mom households, we don't have those expectations of a man paying for everything. But the people that you may see on Twitter, maybe someone coming from a two parent household where their father did pay for everything. So that's the view that they have because that's how they were brought up and that's how they were taught. You have to also think that a lot, it's easy as fuck for you to say a lot of shit when you're not in that situation. Mm-hmm. People think that marriage is the best thing that ever happened to you because you're looking at it from social media or you looking at us outside the house. You don't know what the fuck the people going on with the, in the house. You know, and it's a lot of people who get married for a wedding and not married for a union. When you when somebody give you them vows, you're not, of course, you're not going to follow them out to a T. And I'm not going to say that I have the perfect marriage because I don't. But I will say that there are certain things that I'm very traditional about. And it's some shit I'll be like, nigga, we, we 21st century. I ain't doing that shit. But to have and to hold for better or for worse, that shit is real. Because like you said, you can have a nigga, main example, COVID-19. Your husband go to work every goddamn day. That nigga been making all this money and da 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 But unless he's an essential worker, he at home with your ass right now. Right. So the roles change because now both of you guys are sitting at home. Uh, in some cases, both of you guys are filing for unemployment, but it's just y'all. Now think about if y'all got kids, you know, people don't think about the what ifs and you can have, you can have a doctor or even an essential worker. Shit, you can have a truck driver. They make some good money or whatever. Mm-hmm. UPS driver, whatever. And he can get hurt and can't go to work. So now what's your, your cute ass going to do? Them little batons ain't going to pay your bills. Only fans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so people people have this fucked up fantasy in their head about what they done seen on Atlanta Housewives or <laughs> Love and Basketball or whatever. Hip hop. <laughs> love it. Yeah, I love hip hop. Same, Same thing. Same shit. Not whatever. Understanding what no, it requires. Not. Like it requires it's a lot. It requires a lot of work. You can't you can't think about situations. You are, I guess I'm the person that I always think of the hat, the glass half empty or half full or whatever. Anything can happen. Mm. That still goes back to you got to have a little 
put away rain money in case that nigga decide to be like, fuck you, I found another bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's always something. Mm-hmm. See, I'm glad you came on here because me and Miss T are very single, right? Or maybe mm-hmm. maybe I'm very single. Miss T is over there. I don't know what she yeah, got. She, yeah, she got, she, she got yeah, people. Yeah, I am single. No, she got people in different states. She's single in D.C. In other states, she's taken. Right. But, um, <laughs> but, but you know, while, <laughs> but we're single, so, you know, we're not married. But, you know, we give off scenarios of married situations. I'm glad you're on here to give the married aspect of things. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, I know. Or, Thank you. Yeah, yo, because, you know, we, we just be shooting from the hip. We don't know what the fuck going on. We just be talking. <laughs> We just single as fuck, just like, oh, if I was married, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm glad you all were here. All the what ifs. Yeah, all the what ifs and whatnot. All the what ifs, me, right? me and you get married, what, 70? Yeah, it's about 75. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Something like that on my deathbed. Yeah, I'm, I'm be there. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'll make sure. I said my, when I'm. She told, come she up told to me, me when I get married, she going to do crack. You going to do crack? <laughs> at Shit. the bachelorette party, I might do it at the wedding. Let's just settle on shrooms like Dave Chappelle does. Man, I've been looking. Hold up, man. I've been looking for shrooms this whole quarantine. I can't find none, yo. I was wondering where you could buy those at. I'm trying to make sweet love on some mushrooms, yo. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Like Nigga, you got to watch the Netflix show Trippin'. I've seen uh, it. No. Rock, I've seen it. With Ace Rocky was like, he said yo, a rainbow, rainbow shot out his dick. Shot from my dick. Yeah, a rainbow <laughs> shot out his dick while he was having sex. On mushrooms. mushrooms. Off the mushrooms? Off the shrooms, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what that's I'm trying to say. That's what I made me want to do it. I said, thanks, Netflix, for making me want to try other drugs. I'm trying to, yeah. I don't want no, I don't want no rainbow watch, watch, watch the show on Netflix. You going to want to try that shit. I feel like my it's dick is going My dick going to turn to like Thor's hammer or something. Something crazy. <laughs> I'm like, what the they fuck? Said, like, <laughs> like that first time we tried the ecstasy, I'm not fucking around with this shit. With Miami? Miami? No, when we was when we was at Bad Camp. We got ecstasy know, stories? Is there ecstasy yeah, stories man. ready? I'm ready for some ecstasy, ecstasy stories. If y'all got some. I didn't see the excitement. It was twice. I did it. I did it at Bad Camp. And then I did it when we went to Miami. And I threw up on somebody. Baby. It was too much. I was dying. Wait, I what? I was like, no. Did you say you yeah. threw up on? I don't 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 just casually go by that. You said you threw up on somebody's baby. So you I know, I just I, I was out. I, I was in Miami, <laughs> and we was drunk. And then they gave me one. And then I went to the bathroom. You know when you gotta freshen up after you get off the plane to get ready. I threw up on this lady, baby. Like and a, wanted like, all the smoke if she said something to me about that baby. Nigga, yo. <laughs> I'm sorry, yo. Like I don't care how tough that was somebody. The last is. Day. I couldn't. I couldn't. I was. I was like. I think I'm dying. We was riding in the van. I was like, "Is anybody else thirsty? I'm about to die." Was it? Yeah, when we was coming from when we was come when we was, oh you know we had two vans though. Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. Before you finish, time out. Can we go back to the baby getting thrown up on? What? What? Pri- what happened after that? What did the mother do or the parent do? The who was the who was the 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 Wasn't protector of this baby? You said who? Who was the protector of this baby? <laughs> like well, where were they the at? Baby was okay. So I'm gonna blame the mama because the baby was in the middle of the flow. I was trying to get to the stall. The baby was in the middle of the. <laughs> she was in the stroller, 
and the mama dumbass had went in the stall and left the baby on the outside. <laughs> she closed the door. So I threw up on the baby. It was I was trying to move the baby, but <laughs> it wasn't a lot of throw up. It wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't. It was only a little throw. It was only a little bit on like the blanket or whatever, but it was. In there, it was like in the bathroom. I, was, oh. I felt so bad. You made me throw my I damn scurried, headphones off, yo. What the fuck? I scurried on out the bathroom. Oh, I was like, this woman is gonna say something to me about this baby. I was like, I'm so sorry. You just ran. You just ran up out of there. I did, but I wanted to smoke if she came out that stall. Bitch, what's that? I'm right. You deserved that so, smoke. Yeah. I'm sorry. You that deserved was, it. I know. You deserved I all would, of it. I mean, Cause now I have a child, and if you if you get too close to him, I'm gonna give you all the business. You don't smash. Yeah, think so, about yeah, somebody just threw up all over your baby. <laughs> like you trying to take a <laughs> you trying to take a piss. If somebody you come outside, you come out the stall. Your baby got chunks of food on him. You should have went to the handicap stall. I'm leaving your baby outside. Oh. So. I mean, yeah, I do blame the mother, but it's like, goddamn, who expects that kid to get thrown up on? All right, <laughs> you come out the stall and then throw up. <laughs> like, you're like the fuck <laughs> you just looking around like the fuck going on here <laughs> it's like tuna fish and fucking what is this shit on my fucking baby right now my was baby was clean because i didn't have nothing that more oh so it was this hot acid it was acid god damn it's weird we had started drinking at like five in the morning i like pike took off probably like seven yeah <laughs> and we were up all night. We had up I, all night. I smuggled oh, e pills and my boobs across state lines. Oh man, y'all lit. <laughs> Titty ecstasy must be must be a little better. Than Nigga, this was ecstasy. right when they they had just put the whole body scanner in, but it wasn't hooked up to the system yet. So <laughs> T was about to go down. That shit was hooked <laughs> up. <laughs> Her titties was big back then, so they yeah, that's what my brush. That would be. BB before the breast reduction. Good lord, yo! <laughs> All right, enough enough of the ecstasy stories. Yo, let's get a, and shout out to that baby that got through thrown up on. I wonder what they do. That was motherfucking 2008 Memorial Weekend Black Beach Week. That was two, so there was a baby baby. It was a baby baby. So that means 2008. They probably 11 right now or 12, 11. Let's just say 11. Shout out to them, yo. They in sixth grade. Seventh grade. Happy and quarantine. Oh, happy. Right now. Probably still got chunks to throw up in their hair. <laughs> Don't even I know mean, it. You know, the mama might have kept that blanket. <laughs> Shout out to her. Shout out to them, yo. Hey, Miss T, what you got? <laughs> what, what's the other? Uh, what's another topic? Throw, throw something, Miss T. Come on now. I guess we'll go ahead and do your joint. Hey. So, hey. How would how would you feel if your spouse had a homegirl or homeboy they talked to on a regular basis that they used to have a sexual relationship with? and still talk to them would you feel some type of way or would you not care that they still talk to someone that they had sex with should i answer it first since it's my topic yep all right i'm gonna answer answer it first yo i feel like this if it was a homegirl a homeboy you know what i'm saying well homegirl in my my case if it was a homegirl and we didn't have sex you know what i'm saying if i knew them before my partner then yeah we're gonna 
you know, you're going to just have to deal with it because this is my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I feel like you're just going to have to deal with, you know what I mean? Like, this is my friend. I knew them before I knew you. So this is my friend. But if we had a sexual relationship, but now we cool, but I'm in a relationship, we, I'm, a, I'm probably, I'm going to respect it. I feel like I'm going to respect it. I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, we're going to have to fall back a little bit. You feel me? Just out of respect of the relationship. Cause I could see how that could look crazy, even though like you know, even though your spouse or your significant other may not understand the friendship y'all got. You know what I'm saying? You may have had this in the past, but now y'all good. Now y'all just friends. I can see how that looks. That could look funny in the light to your significant other. You feel me? Now, if I can, now I would explain that to them, and if they're cool with it, fine. I'm talking about my significant other, if they're cool with that person being my friend still and they can trust me i'm cool all right bet but if they have an issue with it then you know i'm I'm gonna respect that i'm like all right i might have to fall back on this person you know what i'm saying i have this thing um that uh, i don't know how to explain it without coming out crazy um we don't judge i don't tell my significant other who i've had sex with number one because I will say for me, just because of my personality, we can have sex and still be cool. Um, unless it intervenes, if it intervenes with our relationship, that's when you have to distinguish, are y'all really homeboy and homegirl or y'all just associates? Because your real friends, even if you slept with them or not, I don't agree with telling your spouse that oh yeah this is my homeboy but we are this is my homegirl but we used to sleep together because regardless that that's the only part of the conversation that they've heard they don't hear nothing else after that so uh, hold on I'm, I'm gonna cut, I'm, hold on i'm gonna cut you off real quick we just saying like all right just honestly because i'm in that same i would never say that either let's just say they know somehow just hypothetically right. we're just saying right. they just knew somehow you feel me not saying you told them but they know that's yep, still that's a tricky true. situation because, like I said, that's when that's when you have to differentiate between are these really your friends or is this your associate? Like, have you been down with this person? Like, y'all done been through some shit, this, that, and the third. Like, if something happened, can I call you to bail me out of jail in the middle of the night? That's your friend. Let's say and they your are. your friend knows. Huh? Let's just say they are. Let's just say you've known this person this this like you they are down with you like you you call them whenever talk to them on some friend shit even though y'all had a sexual relationship me personally i wouldn't have no problem with that i wouldn't i wouldn't have a problem with that because it's been established that you guys are friends nothing has nothing has transpired since me and you've been in a relationship nothing has transpired since it transpired so that's all i can go on because you have friends like that now you're not gonna have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten friends like that. <laughs> but you might have that one, that one person that you like, dog, that's my nigga. He comes to the house or she comes to the house and hang out. It's no beef between the other person. But that multiple homegirl shit or that multiple homeboy shit, and they ain't never met your significant other. Y'all ain't never hung out. Nah, bro. We're not gonna be talking in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and all that shit. I don't agree with that, but like I said, just speaking in real time, you you know your real friends, because I've had to cut some friends off before 
um, that quote unquote disrespected my relationship. Like, yeah, you my homeboy. We might have messed around, but that was 10 years ago. You can't call me in the middle of the night and be like, D, what you doing? Well, I mean, you know, we cool. No, nigga, we ain't that cool. Mm -hmm. That's when you establish boundaries. But just because people are your friends, you still have to establish boundaries when it comes to significant others in serious relationships. I agree with that. I agree. I agree. With the, I agree. You need boundaries. Yeah. I agree with the boundaries. Yeah. You need boundaries. That's what I feel like. I should have said that first. <laughs> I feel like you need boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, because I, I can, I can differentiate between friendships and associates. That's like right. I, I do that all the time. Like my circle is very, is like it's small. I know who my friends are. You know what I'm saying? I know who I'm cool with. You know what I'm saying? But I know who my friends are. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know who can come to your house and who can't. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Not, oh, what you doing? You won't go hang out, but say, bro, you won't come over here? I'm throwing some meat on the grill or whatever. You yeah, know? on or, some chill shit. Hey, babe, can Sheila come over here? You know, she, you know, whatever. It's situations like that. But the, the other side of that, because I'm always the devil's advocate type of person, Regardless, you have to make sure that your spouse ain't insecure as well. Mm -hmm. Because that friendship shit, when y'all, when you and your friend know that y'all your straight platonic friends, y'all grew up together, y'all made a kiss a couple times or whatever the case is, you know, when y'all were younger, but it's strictly we're platonic friends, that's my sister, whatever. If your significant other is insecure, that shit not gonna work. Because in the back of their mind, it's still going to be like, mm, well, maybe they have, maybe they haven't, you know, type of situation. That's like my best friend, my best friend, Jerry just said the other day, he's like, Trina still think we fuck. Like, Jerry's like blood to me. I have never slept with my male best friend ever. And he said his wife, he's basically it's like, my wife be jealous of our relationship. Which is, I don't know why, because even when stuff happens, when he got in his accident, you know, she called me. I stayed there at the hospital for one night. Like, nothing in my demeanor or what I do would make you think that me and him ever slept together. Well, it you don't have to, it probably don't even have nothing to do with you. Yeah, I feel like in that situation, you just showing that type of, you showing the type of that type of emotion makes it look like oh they did something you feel me even that I feel like that that's what when people are insecure like that if you show any type of care any type of feeling any type of feelings right like he you said the nigga got in an accident you sitting by the bedside that could trigger something like why are you sitting you here? crying just as hard as I'm crying yeah like, my insecurity gonna kick right in yeah like what the fuck you doing crying like why you crying yeah. why you care so much. Like my friend, I I do make sure for me because I do have a lot of, I don't want to say a lot, but I have several male friends. But I make sure to introduce them into my relationship. You know, I don't I don't ever want to be I don't ever want somebody to call and I'll be like, oh, this is my homeboy such and such because it's it's been it's been times like that where somebody will call me like from DC and my husband has never been to DC. But I make sure that every male who I consider that I truly consider to be a friend, I'm like, hey, you know, babe, such and such said, hey, or here go, here goes such and such. I make sure to include him in those conversations so it won't be a second guess of, well, that nigga only call when I ain't around or that nigga, you know what I'm saying? No, mm -hmm. this is when he calling 
you know, but I also, like I said, I've also had friends that, oh, well, D, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you show look good. You show this and a third, bro. Chill the fuck out with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're not comfortable. If I feel like if you're not comfortable coming around my significant other and you're my friend, then we not friends. Facts. Yeah, I feel like that's very important. You definitely got introduced. See, that's that's feel like people don't know that part of it. Like, if you are in a in a relationship, you got friends, you got homeboys, homegirls, whatever that you close to. Yes, you need to introduce them to your to your wife, to your girl, whatever. Just so, like you said, just to make it feel like, yo, if this is my friend, they should be your friend too. Cause you know what I'm saying? Right. Like we're together. Right. This is we're friends. We're nothing but friends. That's it. You feel me? Shout out yeah. to that, man. Shout out I to got us. a friend who tried to I got a friend who my husband <laughs> he's not he's not even my friend anymore. They're actually like close now. But he was so mad about it because I have I'm sorry, I have this thing because I'm a Libra. My personality is automatically assumed that I'm flirting, which is, is technically not the issue, but I do use some things to my advantage. Anyway. I had a friend, he worked at a shoe store. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, what? I mean, if I could get oh. free stuff. Hey, I ain't mad at you. Stuff. What they said, so use what you got to get what you want. <laughs> to get what you want. Hey. And Ronnie Hope, shout out to Players Club. There you go. Um, but I was just like, he's just cool. He would let us get in. You know, I would get the Jordans if they came out the day before. He would just call me for stuff like that. So my husband is like, nah, that nigga trying to fuck. And I was like, he's definitely not. We're just cool. So I made sure to introduce him to the shoe connect. Like, I don't want you to think nothing is up. You call the nigga and see what's up. And they they had a conversation. And they're like the best of friends now. They, they <laughs> don't really talk to me no more. They got a bromance. I'm like, <laughs> they got a whole bromance. And I, I was very clear. I said, let me tell you something. Now, me and you were friends, but now you're friends with my husband. So keep that friendship. You know, I don't I don't want you to ever be on the fence on what you need to tell me or what you need to tell him or, you know, what I'm saying I don't want you to be uncomfortable like that. So be that nigga friend. Y'all, y'all do it. Be his friend to avoid all the confusion. Shout out to that, man. AT, AT, I know you got a lot of homeboys. What would- would you think your significant other if you had one? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you do got would I some. Tell him? You got some, but not. In would DC. I tell them? I mean, would you would introduce them, right? I mean, how would you handle the situation? I have. I've been in a situation. You know, my birthday, I invite everybody. I'm single. Cause so everybody did that motherfucker. My 25th birthday, <laughs> I had three guys oh, that Lord. I was fucking with at the dinner table. Good night, yo. <laughs> See, T gonna start and a riot out of, all, out of the three, only one knew about all of them, like everyone. No, see, and that was the one, but that was the one that me and him are friends and have no. been friends since we were 12 years old. See, T, you're not, that was like, you're not understanding, uh, yo. I don't, it, it, that's different from you actually having one person you fuck with. See, just because you fuck with all them niggas in one, and they in one spot, <laughs> I'm talking about if you have one person, right? Say this is your boyfriend. Boy, you got the title. You call him, and when you introduce him, you say, this is my boyfriend, right? Are you going to introduce those other niggas as your home, that your homeboys? You feel me? Those homeboys that you're really just cool with. You going to introduce them? Yeah. 
most of the time, yeah, because I've been where I been in the point where I, when I'm talking or getting to know someone and different conversations come up, it's been converted. We've talked about where I've told him that I dated somebody that's a close friend to me. And if my birthday comes around to some event where I actually invite that other person out, I would tell them. Mm. So, and I've been in a situation where I was out with somebody and they seen somebody they used to talk to. I don't have a problem with it. So how you doing? <laughs> I feel like T is fine because all you like everybody you fuck with is like in other in like every forty nine states. You feel me? But regardless of where know where they are, who I talk to, no. I'm always honest. Like I don't I don't feel the need to lie about shit. Like if if I would have bumped in, hence it was a situation when me and her were in stadium and we bumped into somebody that I was fucking with, and the incident. I hadn't talked to him in a few months, literally probably like three months since the last time we had fucked. And he had a girlfriend at the time and I didn't know, he didn't tell me. So when his girlfriend came in, he had told her about me and I had no clue about her. And she went off in the club. Cause this I was messy. Mm, that's that and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And when I mentioned it to him, I asked, I texted him like, you good? Why was she popping off? Do I need to pop a bitch? And he like, nah. I just told her so-and-so and she didn't know you was going to be there. And I was like, well, why would you tell her that? Yeah, that's too much. That's that nigga. And also, <laughs> that's when you you over you overindulging in conversation. First of all, because T was blind. Number one, she was blindsided. We don't know what the nigga done told old girl for her to even flip out like that. How she tripping and she about to get her goddamn head. Yeah, I can tell you what he told her because I asked him. And I was you like, you got some good <laughs> no. oh, Lord. Anyway, no, <laughs> oh man. He told her, I was like, well, what did you tell her? He was like, he was like, me and her have been friends and we, we were talking, you know, I mentioned, you know, uh, about you, that you were my friends and me and you used to, I don't know if he said dating or fuck, but he told her we used to fuck around and that we were friends. So from she, what she got out of that was their um, we were friends with benefits and I, she assumed that I would, I guess I was around to still be fucking him. But the thing about her was she was recently divorced and her husband had cheated. So her insecurities were already fucked up from her prior, prior relationship. Right. And it got to the point where after this situation happened, he told, he told me that, you know, she, she feels uncomfortable around me seeing as how we used to talk. So when he said that, when he would post stuff about them on like social media, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it because I know she already felt some type of way. And I felt as though me hitting the like button, you know how bitches be like, oh, this bitch like this shit. Yeah, I didn't know if she, I was going to get that response. So when he would post memes and funny shit, I would like it. And it got to the point where she was watching that. And she basically went off on, the, on his comments on a post. It was a meme. And she was like, oh, so you can like stuff like this. But you can't like nothing but with me. Like relationship. And you know what I did? I texted him before I cussed her out because I know the type of person this person is. I've known him since I was twelve. I text. I screenshot it and texted him. I said, "You need to handle this before I do." And he called her and cussed her the fuck out. Shout out to Miss T. You're ruining relationships. She was a stalker. Stalker. Man, look, man, look. We had this good episode. Miss T came back with the topics, with the fire topics. Miss Melanie Rose. Miss Melanie Rose came to, you know what I'm saying, bless us 
with her, you know what I'm saying, with a southern accent. You feel me? Already, you know what I mean? And uh, before we get out of here, can you just, you know, plug your stuff one more time, you know what I'm saying, tell the people where to find you and where to listen to you and all that. Okay, so I have also been on quarantine, but you guys can follow me on IG at the brown sugar spot t h a b r o w n s u g a spot if you don't spell it right it ain't gonna come up i'm just saying mm-hmm. um so i do i have did lives here and there since quarantine's been on but nothing i'm picking it back up but you guys can follow so you can get all the updates my tagline for the brown sugar spot is to tell a cutie to tell a cutie so i will bless y'all with that tonight kiss a black girl Kiss a black man, hug a black man tonight everywhere that you guys are. Let's stay strong, people. We got a lot going on. For real. Amen. Amen to that. You feel me? Um, Again, before we get out, Miss T, talk to the people. You got any last words? You know, make sure y'all look out for all the black businesses, the one especially that's just reopening after COVID. Um, Today, I went to or stumbled upon a spot in Annapolis, Maryland, the... um, Mojo Cigarland, which is black owned by a guy from DC who is an alumni at Dunbar. And it's a black owned cigar lounge. You can bring your own food and drinks and it's fucking amazing, chill. So fellas and ladies who like to smoke cigars, show them some love and head on out to Annapolis. It's not far from the mall. You can look it up on uh, Google and it'll come up uh, under Mojo Cigars in Annapolis, Maryland. Shout out to Miss T. Shout out to that plug. I feel like uh, Melanin Rose and Miss T said it beautifully, but I'm just saying it as well. Everyone stay in the house. Everyone be safe. You're going to protest. Do it correctly. You know what I'm saying? Strategize and, you know, don't burn down your communities. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. That's not cool. If you're going to do it, again, plan it out. Do it right. Make a plan. Do what you need to do and stay safe. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they don't give a fuck about us out there. So be safe. You got kids to go home to, husbands, wives, all that, parents. So, yes, please, let's all be safe. Let's all be smart about things, you feel me? And on that note, we're getting the fuck up out of here because we are out. Than a bitch, but the roll me a split.